Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey there. I know that I defend the sound quality of podcasts that are re- recorded during this pandemic uh, because we're doing the best that we can. But I would like to just kind of note at the top here that um, you might be hearing some of Nori's family in the background through some of this episode. Uh, if you're wondering what that chatter in the background is, um, yeah, Nori was at uh, his mom's house, as you will later hear, and uh, he was wandering throughout the house throughout, throughout the episode to try to um, not have so much of that noise. But um, I, th- I, I'd say look at it like you're commuting with people, which we're still not allowed to do. Um, and you get to hear other people's voices. So isn't that nice? Um, in any case, uh, it's still a really great episode and I hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to the Comedy Bureau Field Report. I'm Jay Kroger, creator of the Comedy Bureau. Uh, the Comedy Bureau Field Report, of course, is a member of the Bleav podcast family. That's spelled B-L-E-A-V, and that is just the name of the network and not the name of my podcast, because if you look for this podcast, which you've already found because you're listening to it, it would read Bleav in the Comedy Bureau Field Report. I didn't choose that. It's just the Comedy Bureau Field Report. All right, enough of that. Uh, another fantastic guest this week, uh, the... Comedian who has released the first full-length, like, album over Zoom. Nori Davis, everybody. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? Um, how are you, man? What's uh, where, what's your quarantine situation? What's going on? We're month four or five, something like that. What's going on with you? Probably, like, month four right now or even five. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. I, who knows? Who cares? There's no more days. There's mm-hmm. no more days. There's, no more, there's, on, there's only afternoons and nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm great, man. Just like promoting the album a lot, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm really excited about it. And other than that, I'm just chilling, dude. Just relaxing. Are and like people have, I'm quarantined at uh, at my spot in Yonkers. I got a place in Yonkers. Oh, cool. So I've been quarantined there the whole time. So and then I just come up north. I'm right now. I'm at my mom's crib, just chilling with her. She, right. you know, her last day of chemo, so she's happy. Right. And uh, we're happy for. That's so cool. other than that, that's really that's really it, bro. So just taking it easy. Yeah. How is being quarantined in New York State, but not New York City, then? Um, same as anywhere else. Just a, like a lot of people still scared, and yeah. um, <laughs> people wearing a mask, social distancing is happening, and um, not and protesting the best way I can out here. You know, letting my fans know what's going on. Right. Uh, seeing the little white babies out there screaming Black Lives Matter, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. great, man. So, corn, yeah, so it's it's chill out here, man. It's the same as anywhere else. And, like, New York really whooped its ass, you know? But, you, you know, we not out because you got – we got Trump states, man. They don't want to wear the mask, so. No. No, they don't. Uh, the numbers are going up across the country in them Trump states, but not – New York has really got it down a lot, which is great. So it's great, man. It's good, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if – we won't be able to get back on the road if they don't wear a fucking mask, dude. So no, I'm I'm just gonna pack a bag and 
travel to Tibet and become an airbender. That's what I'm gonna do. Fuck it. Yes, <laughs> what you're gonna do? That's what I'm gonna do, gonna, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna become an airbender. If they don't wear their mask, and I got, I already got opera right here. I got my opera. I'm gonna mm-hmm. ride here. My mm-hmm. floating, my floating dog. My floating. Right. Now, do you, do you got the wardrobe to be an airbender? Is I guess the question. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I just shaved my head. I got a tattoo under here. You know. Okay. <laughs> I just I'm I like, never what? see you take the stage in robes. You know. Oh man, I'm not taking no more stage. No more stage. I just <laughs> I gotta focus on airbender. You dig? And then I got to challenge the other elements. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that going to be the next concept album you do? You bend the air to tell jokes? Oh, man. And you're already, you already giving me a, you're already giving me air. You're already giving me comedy album vibe. That's a good, that's a good suggestion. <laughs> hey, hey I, yeah, it might, it might, it might, my whole album might be just traveling to bed. <laughs> and, and you know, it, I mean, it wouldn't be. I'm, I'm, dude. Plenty of comedians. I mean, who they, they just talk about. Oh, I, I, I've played over the world, and now I'm just gonna tell stories from that. I haven't heard about people going to Tibet. That's that's something right. I am. Yeah. You ain't heard comedian talk about trying to bend the air, bend mm-hmm. water, bend earth, yeah. and fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, so hey. And you I be might, the first. I might, person. I'm, oh, go ahead. I might. I might be able to do it. Yeah. I might yeah. do it. Hey, you never know. <laughs> yeah, you'd be the first person to go to Tibet, not that I have heard of, that wouldn't go there for uh, Mount Everest. You just go there to hang <laughs> and bend there. I'm going there to focus. That's all I'm trying to do. Cool. <laughs> do you have to bend air in Tibet? I haven't watched Avatar the last Airbender. But... No, I'm just talking shit. I don't know what the hell happens in Tibet, <laughs> but I'm just I'm I'm just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, know. I know. <laughs> well, that's all. I it's glad you're. It seems like you're in good spirits. Um, I'm glad. Life know. is good, man. Life is good, man. Regardless of like we're in the middle of an uprising and pandemic, mm-hmm. things are. The universe is still looking out for us, man. So I'm, I'm just happy to be able to give people joy during these dark times, and that's that's my job, and that's what I love doing. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it, it's very simplistic to to. Re- Think of that, but it's it's the crucial part of comedy. I mean, um, it's oddly easy to forget that we're bringing joy to people. I mean, we all have our different ways of doing that, but that is that is so crucial, especially as uh, you know everybody's stuck at home and often so far from everything that they love and care about and brings them joy. And uh, you, uh, have, over a lot of other people, have not only figured out how to do stand-up on the teleconferencing platform, Zoom, but like <laughs> make it work. Um, I mean, like what what was the decision? I mean, did you even know what Zoom was in March? No, I had no idea what the hell Zoom was. Yeah, nothing. All I knew was a lot of stand-ups were, we had three options, Zoom, IGTV, mm-hmm. or uh, Twitch. Right. And Twitch and IGTV, like, you don't hear any laughs. It's just making a person in the comment chat go, ha, 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 right. typing it. Mm-hmm. But with Zoom, you actually do, um, actually do, uh, <laughs> you definitely do hear laughs, which right. is great. Right. So I was like, you know what? This is not, it's definitely not stand-up, but hey, if, if stand-up is cracked, then, you know, Zoom is morphine, baby. So <laughs> I was able I was able to get somewhere. I was able to get a high 
off right. of my profession, what I love to do. And I was able to like use the audience or and, and even get fans on there just to um, come around mm-hmm. and uh, support. So I started the Comedy Trap House in March. Yeah. Uh, and uh, no, no, excuse me, April, after April, like the end of April. Right. And um, I, I, I tried it out. And I was one of those comments that was reluctant at first. Like, ah, this might not work. I don't know. But once I heard those first couple laughs, it's like, okay, this could be something. And I just, I just stopped being um, stubborn with myself and like, look, I'm not going to be able to perform on stage for a long time. And I'm not going to write a screenplay in quarantine. Like if I even write one, who am I going to do? Sell it to the bodega, man? Like, fuck that. <laughs> so I'm like, let me challenge myself. And, and plus, I'm, and quarantine is boring. So right. people did. And it was great. People did come out because they did want a different type of entertainment than um binge watching binge watching can only go for so long yeah man (laughs) yeah even i mean like you know you make it through one show or 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 yeah the sopranos or something and it's like do you really want to watch another one exactly and plus like i said they're they're like well i said this on the album like but they're like all outside it's like it doesn't even add up (laughs) you know that you you start feeling jealous and shit yeah (laughs) Oh yeah, it's hard like hugging and and like kissing, hugging, running, riding their bike with no mask on. They're all on the beach together. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. it's really hard to watch that. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get so jealous. It's so yes. jealous. So I just I, I'm just glad to like make one that in the times that we're in, and who knows when we even gonna get out of it. Like we're still in quarantine, bro. Like it's not like it's over. Yeah. Well, just that's the thing that people don't seem to realize. Like over. They, yeah. Like oh, think like. It, slowly things will open up whether it be restaurants or gyms which i mean here in california we just closed up a bunch of stuff again yeah yeah again yes because because people there were people who just they decided after three or four months are like oh i didn't get it um and i'm like tired of this so i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna not wear a mask and i'm gonna go to a bar and what happened? Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't determine people's health just because you're bored, and that's okay. like some selfish shit that Americans are doing, which is sad. But you know, hopefully, people will start to learn. Like a lot of people are dying from this, and I do blame the media for that for not giving that type of attention. Of my best friend and his whole family had it, and they had to stay in the house, and they had like death, uh, like near death scares. You know, where they not have my best friend and his father. I love those guys, right. and they stayed in the house they quarantined and they took care of themselves and didn't even go to the hospital like we have this type of virus that has no fucking rules like you can go mm-hmm. on page 10 of google it's still like we got nothing for you i don't know no. <laughs> so no. people are there, there's no emotional attachment to what other people are going through and which is the story of our country so <laughs> classic classic it, it it's a it's a it's a oldie and a goodie yeah Hey, Nix is number one, man. Number one in cases. Exactly. I mean, come on, man. Not having emotional attachment to other people. That is the number one hit on iTunes for America. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's the number Uh, one hit. Beatles. (laughs) So describe the Comedy Trap House for people. I mean, like, we only get to hear live from the Comedy Trap House or if anybody got to hear when you were kind of developing the hour. Like, what was your setup? Setup was definitely um, had a DJ in the beginning, had DJ Ace. He would spin for 10, 15 minutes. And then I have a, co- a 
another comedian feature. Over Zoom or like was he actually for 15 to 12? Over Zoom, yeah, all over Zoom. He was DJing on Zoom, so people can see him mixing and mm-hmm. and through it through their speakers and having a good time. It just set the tone of the show. It just, man, we just remixed that motherfucker, man. It just felt good. It just definitely takes away that awkward Zoom air, you know, that awkward mm-hmm. air like 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 this. Yeah, where yeah, you're right, like isn't that you're, it, you're outside? That just, you know, we just died. We just died for like 15 minutes, but it was only a couple seconds. Like that. Right. That dead zoom air is just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. having a DJ there and then having a comedian feature, it just sets the tone and the temperature for the, the show. Right. And then it would set me up to where I can like do material, try it out, and also work out like a lot of bits. And I, I, I just did that for like a number of shows on the weekend, like probably like three or four shows, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, mm-hmm. until it kind of died out because I really exercised too much of my fans. Sure. But <laughs> right. uh, I mean, the algorithm only can show you so much. I mean, if you see it, mm-hmm. you can have like uh, 15K and then you put a post. The post is like, it only reached three grand. Right. <laughs> it's like, show everybody. These are my yeah. fans. It's like, no, no it's not your the money. No, they're not. They exactly. Want. They say, you got to pay for that, baby. Yeah. So, uh, and, that, and, that, and that was the structure of the comedy trap out. So it was yeah. just it made zoom feel just like an electrical like just a electrical energy platform that a place that people want to go like they're happy to press that link because it's not going to be no boring ass meeting <laughs> right right absolutely so and you so you developed like the whole hour over zoom yeah yeah like about like probably three or four three or four bits are from what i did pre-quarantine right. or on there so the rest is like all bits developed on Zoom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think you're one of the rare people that has gotten to do, I mean, there's only a handful of people that have gotten to do like, I think like legitimate like headlining sets over Zoom and figure it out in a way that would be amenable to doing it over Zoom. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, I mean, I suppose you could just go on Zoom and tweet out, but you know, if you have a thousand followers, what, only two people are gonna watch? Um, I mean, true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when you have, yeah, yep. You, 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 you figured out the goddamn algorithm math. It's <laughs> definitely always going to be 75% of what you have of your followers. So, so but word, oh, go on. Go it on. is worth a lot of word of mouth was good too. A lot of people, friends tell their friends, emailing a friend. Oh, and yeah. I developed I the word. I told people to and go. Spread. Yeah, man. Oh, well, thank you so much, man. How are you? Yeah. Um, so that was that helped out a lot and it was it was great man um obviously you said uh i mean you did say that you did a few bits from pre-quarantine but what like where did you find your starting point with doing live from the comedy trap house like the hour i mean it's obviously relating a lot of your experience over the last few months you know, I mean, was that just a lot of writing on stage, just riffing stuff out, like, oh, this is what's happening, and you just find punchlines from there? What do you, what was uh, it was a combination of both. I like to write off stage, and then when I'm on Zoom, I write, and I'm able to tag it, and then maybe that tag turns into another premise. Mm-hmm. And then I, from there, I just keep, I keep attaching Lego pieces onto it. And then towards where we got to the end of the recording, I was able to see, like, all right, what is not, what doesn't hit and what does hit. And then I I had to make those decisions quickly because it's not like I can just 
do another Zoom show because I was like in the middle of a, a breakup and, and quarantine. So I had to go quarantine in, in my boy's studio, Marcus Russell Price. Mm-hmm. And he uh, is one of like one of the great people that definitely helped me put the comedy trap house together or to keep it continuing to keep it going, right. which is great. And um, we quarantined in there and then we did it in his studio and I was able to like probably do like maybe one or two shows and you know other comics were doing zoom shows but they weren't as like they weren't like mine but so what it doesn't matter it's like it's just like performing at a bar show performing at a random zoom show (laughs) yeah yeah Um, as many people you know exactly doesn't have too many people yeah i think the lowest i performed for was probably like six or four people in a zoom show like it's where you can see all the squares like an empty jeopardy board you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so, uh, yeah, so I was able to do that and make those quick decisions and just like, all right, this is the bit. This feels right. Let's, right. Let me let me lay this one down. When did you decide, like, I mean, you were doing this and you're like really digging it. And like, all right, you know what? I don't know when we're going to get back to the real thing. I right, let me just put down an hour on wax. Like, when did you... Wow, yeah. So I, I think April... So April is the beginning of the show. I'm going to say three weeks into it so like and uh beginning of may beginning mm-hmm. of may I, I called the label like yo i think i'd be able to do like um an album on zoom and and uh because shout you can down. record you, you can record yeah shout out to dom man like you can record everybody's track individually and he was like yo that's kind of crazy but let's try it right. and um the engineer, Chris, this guy, Chris Gardner, uh, the guy's last name, I don't get his last name because he's fucking the best. Like he worked his science magic and had me sounding like I'm making Terminators laugh, but right. <laughs> um, it came together. It came like a full production album. Right. And um, so I'm gonna say like probably a week, two weeks after we deci- I decided to do Zoom shows. So wow. it came together, bro. Um, yeah, that's really yeah. quick. I mean, how? I mean, obviously, you're one of the uh, 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 on the spectrum of comedians and how uh, depressed or not depressed they are. You're definitely on the upbeat side, but I mean, I, I show it well. But no, once <laughs> I hang up on the Zoom, I'm gonna go cry real quick, get right. it out, and then I'm back at it. So you know, yeah. I, I got my moments, baby. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you I, gotta, yeah. You know, I mean, there's the pandemic. You got this breakup, and then um, I mean. Did, did you pick the date like George Floyd got murdered and then it's like, oh, I got to do this now? Like, that's like, I think, the, or you just picked that date? Just picked that date. I definitely did not know because uh, Floyd, the thing about when Floyd happened, um, we already had the date. So the date has right. been set. It happened before him. So he's going to keep it going. But what the thing I was blessed about, mm-hmm. not Floyd's death or anything, is that right after uh he passed or he's murdered excuse me he passed he's murdered um a week after that we we recorded this we recorded the album and then the next day there was the uprising and protest nypd right outside in brooklyn outside the building and it it just worked out perfectly because after that they would have been able to not to the temperature of the of the world changed so dramatically oh yeah which it's a good change too oh yeah I'm I'm just so I I am the universe held me down of just like it timing is everything man because there would have been no way to just mm-hmm. hey I'm recording the album right. uh, yeah while while New York is burning <laughs> right right you know 
yeah, yeah. So so it worked here, man. Here, tone deaf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like, cause tone deaf right now is just not the wave right now. It's just like, yeah. look, man, like shit. You have to be conscious of what's happening. You know. Yeah. yeah. So it it definitely happened. Um, Timing happened is right everything, way. though. But because I mean, I can't think of another hour of comedy that's like where you would get a fresher take. You know what I mean? Like it's Word. literally days that like even Chappelle's um netflix special which i mean it seems like he's just riffing and then they went with that mm -hmm. i think like that at least took a few weeks word yeah and he was performing outside in ohio he, yeah out of his house that. i think that is that his house yeah, yo he got farms bro like yeah, <laughs> yeah of course there's ohio like he, <laughs> i yeah. think of ohio i'm like that's his state. He can do whatever he wants, man. Yeah. And because he's a, he's a legend. And um, you're right. I I I guess I, I appreciate your praises for like you know I put this together and it, it it all worked out. It all worked out. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, you took I like you took a big chance, but I think you put enough thought into it. And obviously, I mean, you know, we're all. I mean, all comedians were, there's so much we want to talk about, we want to get out, but I think you, I mean, I don't know how long any of this is going to last, but I think of, I mean, you just, I, I again, wonder about it the right way, you know, I mean, this is like the digital virtual edition, version of doing stand-up, I mean, you did all, like, you get to ran, run the hour a few times, like over Zoom, and uh, you can not, not even I not even run the hour. I think I ran like only forty or thirty minutes, and like it was in chunks, and a lot of bits were failing. Yeah. So when it got to the actually recording, bro, it was scary because I'm just like, all right, these bits been working. It it was really like a lot of confidence of like, all right, I know these bits working. Even when I'm recording, I'm gonna know how to sell it and like and get the wording down. And it was just good to do those two two shows, like seven right. and a nine, just to get your sea legs, <laughs> man. Because I've seen like. I went to a drive-in show because uh, uh, they started to have they had a few here, and like you, you can see, like you know, we haven't been on stage right forever, and yeah. it's not like we were we lost it, but like oh, you gotta get your sea legs back. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially with like performing on Zoom, it's it's a whole other beast because of the timing. So you have to figure out. Um, we you lay your joke out right it goes to the speaker it goes to the wi-fi goes to that person they hear it then it goes back to their speakers <laughs> then yeah. it comes back to you it's like lightning speed so shout out to te technology right but yeah bro it is definitely not like performing mm -hmm. uh real life and even uh drive-ins i haven't done yet yet i got a couple offers but ever since the album i just been like just taking it easy and sure. i'm just gonna see see and just play it out see if right hopefully I mean, Hopefully the world is much better. Yeah, I mean, well, you got to write up, but not only by me, but you got it in the New York Times, you got it in Vice. I mean, I think the album, yeah. is, uh, hey, that's, pre that's pretty slick, dude. Congrats. Dude, man, yeah, thank you, man. And today is in The Guardian, so, like, Jeez. it's international. International, people, people UK know it, so it's great, man. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is, it's crazy. It's, I don't know about a new normal. It's just something about, like, hey, if we love this art form so much, let's stop fucking complaining and let's figure out how can we get it out there? How right. can we get it out there? How can we get my voice? How can we get their voice out? And, and that's what I wanted to do also.
Yeah. It, it is, like I said in, when I wrote about it, it uh, not only is a, a great album and it feels live. I think that's what, what was fun is you said you're like worried about uh, you had ran it a few times and like you only had like 40 minutes that you ran. But so much of that album, you feel like, oh, he's connecting with all these people on Zoom. This, yeah. this isn't just like you, uh, like for people who don't know, when you go do a TV taping for like Comedy Central or whatnot, you have your set list on a monitor. And when you're yeah. on this big stage in this big theater, you, you, there, you, I mean, you could have your set list on a, on a stool, but like you just kind of just go bit by bit by bit by bit. And there isn't talking to the audience. There isn't because, or else you're gonna have to do pickups again. That's right. Ain't no damn pickups here, baby. We had to go. We had to do that shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, but that's what it felt real, man. That's the lightning in the bottle that we all always hope for. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, sir, bro. How did you feel when you were going through when you were recording? It? Seven o'clock was rough because I was very nervous, but I was able to get all the jitters out. I was able to get all the kinks out. And then I was able to remember like, oh, I do this shit. This is, this is what I do, bro. So let's fucking, let's cut the bullshit and let's get to it. And the nine o'clock was great. So majority of the album that you hear is the nine o'clock and, um, and some of the seven. But um, feeling through it like, yeah, Marcus, Price was able to put Marcus Russell Price was able to put like a like a monitor far away in the studio. So if I just needed to glimpse up and see it, right. I could. But other than that, it was just like I know these bits. Just yeah. do it, do it one by one, knock it out, have a good time. Right. And um, the main thing is definitely take your time because again, you gotta let people hear the jokes and get the laughs. And and don't even step over the laughs because everybody's in the zoom but they're not they're all individually at home so they're laughing individually by themselves so somebody else can laugh five five minutes later because they're like they still like the joke is still hitting them right and it's (laughs) yeah it's not like you're in a in a club or a little bar show you're right next to the people and you cannot not only can you hear them you can see them laughing and that's that communal experience exactly and then so it's great because that was one of the magic I loved about it that I was so attracted to it is where you make a person laugh, they laugh, and then the other person in Zoom hears that and they're like, yeah, that is funnier. Ha-ha, and they get more. <laughs> it was, it's just like this, yeah. this effect, um, this um, contagious effect. And it was just, it was just beautiful. And I, I liked how it was sound. And I haven't heard it, again, haven't heard it like, what, in three months? Because of, because yeah. they shut down comedy clubs. Right. Yeah. They, they shut them down. So yeah. it was just good rightfully so. I mean, you see people trying it, and then they screw it up. You wasn't seen that DL Hughley clip. Oh my lord! Yes, and we know like he didn't catch COVID because of that. But it's just like, dude, let's just let's wait and let's take this serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, not only that. I mean, the I, people don't focus on the audience members. They they had their masks. They weren't even wearing them, and they're like so close together. <laughs> and like for all the science that is pointed it's like don't be in a confined space really tight really close to people and that's like what comedy clubs are designed for you know? exactly it, it's um again man i understand waiters and waitresses and yeah. clubs want to get back to making that money but hey man sometimes covid or quarantine came for a reason to like not take 
take our times for granted. You know, now people's like, look, my, I got, I'm a teacher now. I was like, yep, that's right. Now you got to teach your kids, and you got cook for them every day. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> comedy clubs only paying us what twenty five dollars. Fuck right. that. <laughs> now we gotta figure it. Yeah. Nobody get money now. Now right. we all gotta figure out how to make do. Yeah. Uh, with what we got, and uh, I think it's, I think it's, um, it's, it's gonna. We're we're resilient people. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. I have no doubt, man. We're um, artists, baby. Huh? We're artists. Artists always. Artists always adapt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I definitely think post quarantine, um, people aren't gonna. Comics won't be happy with just drink tickets anymore. Like you want me to go to, <laughs> you want me to go do a bar show, where everyone's tight, packed in tight, and I just get drink tickets. Uh uh-uh. uh. Man, I hope the book don't even do some bullshit like that. Yeah. <laughs> they better. They better like social distancing. Like, there's like Queen's Brewery with Peter Diablo's been doing great social distancing shows. And I saw Shay has his show out there in Queen's, Long Island City, which is great too, social distancing. And and it's great for the summer. But remember, winter coming, man. Game of Thrones, nigga. When Game of Thrones pull up, <laughs> we might be all back on Zoom <laughs> mm-hmm. or IG Live or who knows. I know? mean, people have been figuring out how to do those things. It's all, also, I just think like, what, no matter your platform, live streaming is going to stick around some way, somehow. Yeah. Yes. I love stand up so much. So I said people are going to figure it out. People are going to yeah. figure out what their platform is and just right from there. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I, unsurprisingly, I mean, you're seeing it across the country and is, there's going to just be a lot of opening, closing, opening, closing. Um, yeah. You're not going to know when or why necessarily. Um, so, yeah, I mean, people have been getting better, I think, every week, every month on how to do comedy over uh, the internet. And, uh, I, I, I understand. I mean, look, I want to get it back out there as much as anybody else, but you know, not all of us can do drive-in shows. The idea of trying to even like do an in-person open mic. Is just, are you, what? Everyone's gonna speak into this microphone. Yo, how 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 was the drive-in show for you? Is it like it was? It was fun. It was a trip, though. It, it looks like everybody's performing for um the auto. It's like everybody's performing right. for the Transformers. Right, right. Well, here's the thing. I, I can't speak to other drive-ins, but so they had this VIP area of like cars in the front and they I, they had, I think those cars mic'd so you could actually hear those people laugh. So it was like 20, maybe 30. Most right. Did that help you? That, I mean, that helped. I mean, also like, okay. you, you know, we saw the audio itself when we got to tune in on AM. And I mean, it was nice to hear the laughter, even though it, I mean, you only heard like a fraction of the people that were there. Um, the trip was, okay. I mean, we got to see this big screen and we got to see the person on stage very clearly, um, is the honking. There was like, instead of applause breaks, it's like honking and people flashing their lights. That was that was like that was like novelty and fun, but oh, a, yep. kind of a trip, you know. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I saw um, a couple of specials in LA. I think Comedy Dynamics did that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that? I went to one of those. I went to one of those. Okay, I went to one of those. Yeah, I saw them honking, man. That I I want to say I felt triggered, but I was like, oh shit, that's weird. Just honking, like move, motherfucker, move, like honking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have to get used to that. But my boy Dave Hellum, he told me it was it was different. 
Mm-hmm. And and I told him like yeah just like Zoom it's all different and you all know different. it's all about it's all different just all about us just hey accepting it and then moving forward and just still having a good time regardless yeah yeah and realizing like you can't I mean if you're just trying to do what you did you used to do I mean that is gonna you're gonna have to change something up I mean like you even just think about the practical considerations of driving it's outside right people are in their cars yeah. I mean, yeah, they could see you on screen and there's that live component, but like you still kind of like Zoom. You got you to gotta bring more energy and because that dead air hits really hard. Yep. You know, because there's not a lot of yep. uh, else going on. You know, I mean, yeah, they had a DJ, they had music playing and whatnot, but like a lot of people who do Zoom stand-up as I've seen, they're just chilling in their house, leaning back and like, that, and, and there's no, there's nothing else filling the frame. And that's why just some like short observational humor doesn't work a lot. And people have to do show and tell, or they got to come up with this like really crazy bit. Um, and that yeah. Exactly. And people have to figure that out. But I knew once I got my microphone and I stand the fuck up, I knew I will be able to bring what I bring because that's, I, I can't, and I don't want to adjust to just sitting down or bringing props or showing people to do. It's like, I'm a stand-up. I love stand-up. So let me just back up. Let me get my mic. I was able to feel comfortable and just bring the performance right there on Zoom or anybody. Like, um, and, and I definitely had practice of like bombing on IGTV and uh, Twitch. Right. And even like, I, I think I did like maybe one fundraiser where like, it's like, hey, just record you doing stand-up. And I'm like, where's the laugh? And your producer's like, all right, we'll, we'll laugh while we're recording it. But they couldn't hear him. So I just went <laughs> off of what I heard. It, so yeah. performing on Zoom felt like, imagine Ray Charles doing stand-up. That's what I felt like. I felt like Ray Charles was doing stand-up. <laughs> wow. I can't, because I, yeah. I can't, I, I have to look directly into the camera. Because if I look up at the screen, right. I, uh, the people see me looking above right. them or looking up. Right. And to, to get that actual connection of looking in motherfuckers' eyes, I gotta look directly into camera. Right. So I only only thing I had and I developed was an ear of like saying a joke and hearing the laugh. And once I heard the laugh, I was like, Okay, go on to the next one. <laughs> right. Yeah, you just have to readjust your timing. And I've noticed a lot of people they they uh when especially when they're doing the shows they haven't heard the laugh, their timing is just they rush because they can't yeah. Oh, bro, you don't understand how much I, I did that so many times. And I have a person in my in my head just like, slow down, slow down. They, they can't, like, just, you have to, like, give yourself pet talks. Like, slow down, slow down, and let it go to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> some of my Wi-Fi could be slower than yours, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the more, you, the more you slow down, the more you can, right. you can start to hear people get it. Yeah. Um, now, did, they, um, when you recorded or doing any of those shows, did, was anybody like uh, cooking, baking, playing guitar? Oh, yeah. I had a lady go in the car. I heard the right <laughs> blinker. Yeah. I was like, you about to leave? She said, and then she put in the chat like, well, yeah, the, the show started late. So I got to go. <laughs> she had to go. <laughs> Where's she going? It's locked down. I don't know. She, but she got in the car and she went somewhere. Right. <laughs> but all you heard is that. I thought that was hilarious. I heard babies crying. I heard kid, uh, baby crying, a toddler crying. And uh, it's just funny to hear that. I, I think the first show we had a toddler crying um, and a dog barking. 
Right. Uh, because, you know, people home, man. It's like yeah. they want to be part of the show, but they can't, like, tell people in their house to shut the fuck up. You know? No, but I will say that if you try to replicate the normal comedy show experience at your own home, it probably is going to be better. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and they did that. A lot of people did do that, which is great. And the people that had their kids, like, they had their kids. I get it. I, I, I was very positive about that, you know? Mm-hmm. It was it was a beautiful thing, man. It's one experience. And looking like, you know, like I said, these Trump states are still going and not wearing no mask. I might I might get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> might, might, might be might be another quarantine album number two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Wait, how much how time do you want to give that you, you give to develop that, you know? I'll I'll do the same process again, man. If it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Shit. Sure, 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 sure. Um, how would you, how do you feel like, I mean, you know, recording that digitally over Zoom, I mean, we're recording this podcast over Zoom. Yep. How, do you, is there a delineation in your mind between like, you know, doing, you know, I mean, you developed it over Zoom and like doing a podcast over Zoom. I mean, that's kind of how we're all recording because to, to get a guest, you gotta like conference them in, you know? Yep. And you gotta tell the person, hey, can you record on QuickTime so we have your audio? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I'll say I've said it so many times, and I'll say it again. If you're gonna complain about audio quality in quarantine, you can shove it, man. Like, yeah. we, we're I doing mean, our best out here. <laughs> so, facts, facts, yeah. facts. Yeah, you're right, bro. So, wait, I'm sorry. What was the question? No, the 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 question was like, you know, if you uh, is there a delineation in your mind between like you being on a podcast, just having fun with the uh, host or friends of yours or whatever. And it's like just a chit chatty kind of comedy podcast and mm-hmm. doing your developing an hour over zoom. Cause I mean, you know, you're just kind of like, I'm not saying that you're developing it like you would a podcast conversation, but there are parallels. Of like, oh yeah. There's huge parallels. I mean, yeah. first is the narrative. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm creating a narrative with right. you know the uh, you know the power stand up have you have mark of like hey this is my act and this is what I'm gonna tell you and like you know versus a podcast that's just a conversation and that's easy breezy and a lot of those comics have fun with that and they talk with their friends and for me I like I like to tell the whole full story and give people a break for their reality like like a, like a, like the same thing with a TV show does or a movie does uh, it, which is kind of insane I, I saw um, a quote. Like Colin Quinn say this, like we have so much confidence, we just fucking go up there. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't have an instrument, I don't have a band, I don't have a song, I just got my brain. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I think it's just something so thrilling and scary mm-hmm. at the same time. But once it works, man, yeah. you know, from the Godfathers, I, I, you know, the Chappelle's, the Rocks, the Ellens, and Wanda Sykes, the Richard Pryors, the Dick Gregory's, the Red Fox. Um, <laughs> Mom's Maybelline, you know, we can go mm-hmm. on forever, like, just to see what they did during their times. And, um, just a microphone, uh, just, man. Just a microphone. George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, he's amazing. Like, if you ever get a chance to go to that National Comedy Center, mm-hmm. uh, you should fucking, you can see his notes on display. It's like the, it's like the greatest comedy nerd um, museum I've ever been to. It's just, only thing that sucks is just fucking fog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. There's very few people that I've seen as detailed as Carlin. Maybe, um, 
Joan Rivers. She had this like index card. Yes, yes, Joan Rivers, man. Yeah. Oh man. She, and and some of her stuff is in that museum too, like her notes and everything. And even her um her documentary movie was is excellent. Yeah, yeah. She had this whole like like normally you would have a library for those who don't know, like a Dewey Decimal card system. Remember libraries, everybody? And you yeah. would have to go to this like l- little mini like. Um, chest of drawers and try to find where your book was and she had yep. a whole thing of that just for jokes yeah uh, which yeah. is uh for people like like you, uh, you or kind of, uh, uh me or kind of you where we write on stage a lot i mean i just i can't i can't sit down and write that much man i uh, i write both like i told you I'm on stage and I write, but you know what's gonna happen like 40 50 years from now you know we pass and you know wherever we are in our career they'll find and they'll just hack into our iphones right. or our iclouds and they'll see like our notes like my notepads just has like nothing but jokes like right. and like the iCloud is always updating so i just hope the day the iCloud doesn't drown in wherever the ocean it's at and uh, or <laughs> water gets inside of it right and all my notes are just gone um but yeah, I have those notes and I do like to write on the pad too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it's just, it's just, it's the same, it's the same type of process, but ju- just different medium of technology that we use to express ourselves. Right. That's great, man. I'm really happy that you are doing standup in this pandemic, that you made it really work and that you put out an hour when, I mean, there's still even people now who are just like, Zoom's the worst, driving shows, they don't want, like, comedy's dead. And it's not dead. You just gotta, it's different, and you gotta figure it out. And that is, uh, I mean, kudos to you, dude. Thank you, man. Yeah, once once they get over the, the tantrum, the, the fucking, I don't want to do it, tantrum stage. Yeah. And then I think, I think, because if you think about it, that's just fear, man. Mm-hmm. They're just like, they're just scared, and they, it, it's scary, just like when we tell our parents to get an iPhone or, or like to get a Mac. They're like, I don't, I can't. Uh-uh. Well, like when you did stand up for the first time. Yes, exactly. It's just fear. So once they get over that little tantrum, then I bet you, man, they will be the best type of art form they can be because anything you're scared of, that's what you should pursue. You, yeah, you just like, stop trying to play yourself. You can definitely do it. So I was... um. I, I was I was reluctant at first, but I'm so glad I, I well I, I had I had to I was I, I was in dry, I was going fucking insane in quarantine. So what, like, what I had changed your mind? Was it? I mean, you were going through a breakup, right? And obviously, yeah. we'll talk about that. What's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that's so complicated. You never use it. Lord knows you don't need any more complications in your life right now. You got that pandemic, you got the cultural uprising around the globe, and you probably ran out of TV to binge. Um, Simplicity, that's what you're looking for. And that's exactly the type of system Simply Safe has created. Uh, Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24 7. You can order online, open the box, place the sensors, plug it in, and your home is protected around the clock again simplicity head to simplysafe.com team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back 
guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash team. uh, What changed my mind was um, I needed to, I, I needed something to help me through my, I was depressed. I was sad. Every day, the hours were so long. Mm-hmm. So every th- all roads pointed to my laptop and my mic. <laughs> and I was like, let's, let's just do this shit. So, and it felt so great, man, because every, every night it was like, okay. I felt the same type of feelings I felt when I'm performing at the New York Comedy Club or, or The Cellar or, or um, Gotham. I was trying to prepare a list. I have people there. Like, people are literally pressing a link to come see me or see the comedy trap house. It's like, you better fucking give them a show so they come back. So I felt that feeling in the, in the comfort, oh, not comfort, in the fucking sphere of my apartment. <laughs> and that's what I was missing. Right. And it was good. It was good to get it. It was good to get it back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you don't mind, I know we have to take a, like a sort of hard left here. Uh, can we run through like a bit of comedy news and then it's pretty much it. Would that be all right? Yeah, of course, dude. Let's do it. All right. Um, a- again, we can go through these really quick, but feel free to chime in. Um, Rami just got ordered for a season three at Hulu. Um, like it, that, that was Fuck, one of the yeah, first shows. Awesome. Right. And, so and- fucking awesome. Just when you think following the life of a comedian as a TV show is done, it's not. Nope. nope. It's never done, man. It just, it just had to be revamped, and it's all about the story. And his story is so good, man. He's so pro-fucking-cousins. Like, there's no angle out there like that. <laughs> Why is that not the tagline? So pro-fucking-cousins. Yeah, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Romney, that's the homie, man. I'm so proud of him. And Marsha Ali killed that role. Oh, yeah. And you have uh, Dave, uh, Dave Marge, uh, what's the song with the M? Oh, um, he's a, he's a, he's a Canadian. He's from, yeah, from, um, from Canada. Canada. He fucking yeah. kills it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Chappelle's boy, the dude that opens up for Chappelle. Um, Nemer or? Uh, no, no. Nemer, yeah. Amir? Is it Amir? Oh, but anyway, no. look. Mm-hmm. Whoever's listening to the podcast, look up Rami's cast. They all fucking kill it. I'll put, I'll put it in the show notes. They kill it. And uh, yeah, it deserves a three. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to see if mm-hmm. he gets to fuck his cousin again. Or whatever else they're going to escalate to. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. So that, that's fire. Good yeah, yeah. yeah, it's one of the... Uh, it's at Hulu. And Hulu, surprisingly, over the last couple of years, they've really come to the table and terms of competing with Netflix and FX, all the sort of perennial award winners when it comes to comedy in this golden age of television, you know? It's all about the story, what you're going to say, you know? And, and I think it has a solid fucking story. And once you develop a solid story, that's art, man. Content can be made, but art, art lives on forever. People just gravitate towards it. Yeah, man. Yeah, and they bring their own experiences to it. And, I mean, that's... Uh, finding meaning, finding connection, all those sorts of things. That's what's, mm-hmm. and that's what's timeless. Um, the other thing I wanted to sort of mention story-wise, story uh, news-wise, um, Comic-Con, which is, you know, oh, I would say over the last several years, shifted from just sort of nerd culture, uh, has now included a bunch of comedy. 
uh, in their big panels every year. And obviously that is one of the bigger events that happen not only in California, but in America and around the world. Uh, and that's obviously not gonna happen in person this year. So mm -hmm. yeah. they have decided to go virtual like everybody else and everything else. Um, they're doing a Comic-Con at home this year. And they're going to have panels for uh, virtual panels that are free of what we do in the shadows, Bob's Burgers, Simpsons, Solar Opposites, Robot Chicken, Archer, Crossing Swords, Duncanville, Upload, The Boys, Superstore, Adventure Time, Infinity Train, Phineas and Ferb, Bless the Hearts, American Dad, Family Guy, Looney Tunes, and the new Bill and Ted movie, Bill and Ted Face the Music. I mean, I, again, I don't want to say new normal, but uh, I mean, it's just, if you want to, if you want to have these things, you want to do these things with live comedy or having panels about comedy, I just, it's going to have to be that way for a while. Exactly. And um, I think a lot more people get there and a lot more people save money on travel. Yeah. And um, and you have people there who do not have the resources to attend those places to just buy a link mm -hmm. and attend it and have a good time. So I think um, and they're not even charging, buckle, man. Buckle in. They're not charging. Oh, it's good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. There's no waiting in lines for all these panels. You don't have to worry about like getting to San yeah. Diego. I, yeah. And all those uh, stores are going to have links to where you can buy the toys and the only people I just hope, like the shout out to all the UPS, FedEx, Amazon delivery truck guys, and women, right. give them all the money. Give them all the money, man, because they yeah. out there in, in the in the fucking depth of it. They also on the front line. Yeah, <laughs> making sure making sure I get my sneakers or yeah. food. Yeah, <laughs> so those I, essential I, workers, man. Like they didn't they they were thinking like, man, I'm just making minimum wage. No one cares. And then no, it all man. flips. Need, now I mean, I think it was crucial. Exactly, man. Yeah. Um, how, how much time we got? Because I got to get to dinner quick. Uh, oh, right, yeah. No, no. That, I mean, that was uh, pretty much it. I mean, I like, I would ask one more thing, which is, uh, do you have any predictions for what comedy is going to be like when everything uh, settles down with the pandemic? We have a vaccine. Oh, yeah. We're going to be able to we we will be able to go back but people will be scared that fear is going to take a while for sure. it to wash off so i think it's going to be vaccine but social distancing still and half um half capacity mm -hmm. um and we're gonna have to get through a whole bunch of comedians just talking about quarantine i hope we all don't i hope we that's why i did this album so it's a time capsule album so when i get on stage i can talk about uh -huh. um relationship hurt <laughs> right yeah and you don't have to worry about talk about like you know the pandemic and stuff like that i mean i could talk about the the where the current state of racism is you know which is always going to be something so right. i think um but these new normals i do like that everybody's trying them and i'm not scared of zoom or right. or out but something's going to happen where re remember man when just when just coming bro mm -hmm. so there's not going to be really outside performances or, or like even the clubs like that um so Where do you think the state of racism is going to be in 2021? Uh, now that you oh man, it, well hopefully I, I think that's such a big it. question to ask at the end. Yeah, it's all good, man. I hope we burn it down, baby. I hope oh, yeah. it fix. I hope we finally get to a point where global recognition is happening and we're uh, we're, we're voting and and um, the tides are turning towards 
breaking systematic racism and definitely stop having the cops kill us and Mm -hmm. hopefully more of their funds that they get go more into the community and where it needs to go. So I'm very optimistic about that. And and, uh, all I know in my part is that it's to bring joy and also to keep protesting the best I can. So all the people that are listening, keep protesting the best way you can. Keep talking to your friends. Uh, All the white people keep talking to each other. Non-black people keep talking to each other. (laughs) And um, help, help, man. Help make this world a better place, man, for everybody. I I think people really, really want that. I feel like they're actually really dedicated to that. And, you know, I mean, if look, if people don't want to protest because they're scared of getting COVID, that's totally legit. I'm not telling people to, you know, go out if they're afraid. But there's so much stuff that you can do. So many different things. You know, so many, you know, so you, many ways you can donate, you can sign petition. I mean, there's all, I mean, uh, sitting in city council meetings, people go, yes. why isn't that a TV? People are going wild in these public comments for <laughs> city council. Just, yep. they're all rated now. I love it. Gen Z, Gen Y, man, the younger generation, they uh, woke the fuck up and, or no, they're waking us the fuck up. Yeah. And a lot of them are not the color of my skin and they are just out there protesting great using TikTok, using Instagram. So this is going, it's going to change because the young generation is just going to keep it going when they start reaching 30 years old. It's going to be a, a way different place. And I can't wait for me and you to be 65 and sit back like, look at this, man. Look at, we can, yeah. They, uh, look at the, look at the Washington, I don't know. Look at the Washington Lancers. Oh, man. Isn't that great? Oh, they're not going to go with Red Tails of Lancers? <laughs> Washington Lancers. Look at NASCAR. There's more black people driving. This is great. Mm-hmm. Look at this thing. Right. Who knew? Who knew they wanted to do that? Mm-hmm. Or maybe eSports will be the new thing. Like, I know a lot of young kids are not really getting into sports like that. So, I know. Uh, so, it's it's great. Yeah. That's, that's lovely, man. Well, uh, the album is live at the Comedy Trap House, fresh off of Blonde Medicine uh, Records. Uh, you can get it wherever you get albums. It's great. Uh, I would also, I mean, you know, I had Nori on here for a reason. I, his first album, Home Game, Too Woke, those are also awesome and uh, definitely worth your time listening to. If you're looking for someone who's a little more upbeat, positive, and comedy in their stand-up, <laughs> Uh, but also subversive and clever. Uh, yeah, listen to Nori. Um, anything else Thank you want to plug? Where can people find you online? Uh, no, you you killed it, man. Definitely listen to the albums. Uh, live at the Common Trap House. Share it with your friends. Keep protesting out there. Share love. And uh, on Instagram, hit me up or Twitter at Nori David, N-O-R-E-D-A-V-I-S. And thank you for having me, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm Jay Kroger. Uh, you can follow the Comedy Bureau at the Comedy Bureau across platforms, thecomedybureau.com. Uh, you can follow me on IG at Not the Supermarket and on Twitter at MFJ Kroger. Please support the Comedy Bureau if you can. After you've supported all the other necessary things that need to support, uh, I mean, I need help too. Um, but um, do you have anything to say before we sign off here? Nah, man. That's all love, baby. Thank you, Jake. Of course. Uh, As I like to say, comedy's still happening, as the great Brody Stevens would say. Enjoy it! The Comedy Bureau Field Report is recorded, produced, and edited by Jake Kroger. Music by Brian Granillo. Artwork by Andrew Delman and KT. And part of the Believe Podcast family.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.